Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I read it OS. Your science questions answered. We're back, baby. Welcome to season two, episode one of I Read It Online Somewhere. We are here every couple of weeks to discuss what we have read online, answer your strange but wonderful science-based questions like, why is water wet? We also have a brand new section called, tell me you failed science at school without actually telling me you failed science at school, which we'll get to later. I'm Amy. And I failed science at school, but lucky for me, I'm joined by two science teachers, Andrew. Hi. And Ross. Hello, everybody. Welcome. So excited to be back. Um, Our podcast is a look at some of the science stories we read online this week, and we try to get your questions answered. If you want to get in touch with your questions, please email email us at ireditos at gmail.com or at ireditos on all social media. (laughs) We're changing things around slightly. With our season two. Very American of us. Well, um, it's all about rebranding and We're stuff. no longer I read online somewhere, we're just I read it OS. Yep. We joined Clubhouse, we're totally with it. We're like cool. Yeah, but no one knows what they're doing on Clubhouse, but yeah. No. It's really hard to understand. I I'm don't still really know confused by it. I joined a conversation the other day, it's quite exciting. Oh. Almost spoke and then chickened out. Is right it all live, night. Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like so it's like it's like a massive it's like ugh, it's so much better than zoom or something because you don't okay. see anybody but you do talk this feels like somewhere donald trump or jeffrey epstein would hang out well jeffrey Different epstein kind would of be hanging out there now yeah he's he's dead yeah <laughs> is he oh no that's not the conspiracy what is it that he he killed himself he didn't kill himself yeah well this is taking an awkward turn <laughs> yeah <laughs> season two conspiracy episode <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, so we've changed things around slightly. Um, so instead of us all coming with one one story each, we've all agreed on a story. Yes, we have. Before, and yep. we've gone away, done a little bit of research on it. I was never great with homework, so I, if I'm honest, I've not done a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm hoping that Ross can... Uh, Luckily, can I was it. a SWAT, so I have done all the reading. Um, so the story we have looked at this week... Um, is that the number of false widow spiders in the UK and Ireland are on the rise, according to a new study by the University of Ireland, Galway. University of Ireland, Galway, it sounds made up. 
Is it not the University of Ireland? Oh, no, wait, hold on. I was like, is it not the University of Ireland, Galway, Ireland? I assume they have different campuses. Is that what it is? I don't know. Well, our friends who listen in Ireland could maybe tell us a wee bit more. Yeah, or I'll just ask my mum because she's actually from Galway. Oh, that would work. Yeah, I think she actually probably went to the University of Galway, so I'll maybe ask her. No, it's University of Ireland. Yeah, but there is two universities. One's called NUG, National University Galway. Is that this one? I don't know. I'll text her so we can get a live update. (laughs) Okay, so what they were doing is they were saying that the number of false black widows are on the rise. Now, false black widows are not the same as black widows. Black widows are the very, very, now I'm going to get this right, venomous spiders? Why were you say, so unsure? Well, because I was going to say poisonous. No. I think oh. poisonous means that if you eat it, you die. What's the, yeah, what's the difference yeah. between ven- venomous and poisonous? And venomous oh, yeah. is if they bite so you, you die. If venomous is, yeah, if they bite you, <sighs> you die. If you eat them, you die. Like a poison arrow frog? Because the frog's not going to bite you. They're, they're yes. poisonous, not venomous. Yeah. Yes, but so it's because it's not going to do anything to you, but if you eat it, you'll die. Yes. Or look it. Or lick it. Wow. I think, I think is that not what curare is? I think Sorry? Is that not the one that's on frogs? I think that's the, the poison that's on frogs, curare. I, I'm not aware. No. But you have to, like, remember. touch it. I feel like it was on an episode of you have to, you have to You have to ingest it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what happens is when it goes in, um, it um, mucks up your enzyme pathways and, like, stops things from working, which is how you die. Oh, I saw a video of a snake bite, like mixing with blood, and it coagulates it, it. Yeah, coagulates. Yeah, it just turned yeah. into like sort of gloop. Like didn't realize jelly. we were making up words. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, it it, tur- it basically turns it basically turns it into jelly. Or if you've ever had like a Quagul- steak. Yeah. So if you ever Quagulate. had like steak, and you know how sometimes you get that like blood coming out, and it like yeah. hits the hot pan, and it kind of goes like brown. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's not coagulation, but that's kind of an idea of what's happening oh. kind of becomes solid and then it when can i um, use that in a sentence thingy. coagulate i was bitten by a spider and my <laughs> blood coagulated yeah. i think it's a lovely word it is it's a it is it's a lovely word it is nice it's fun to mm-hmm. say everyone coagulate coagulate like moving on <laughs> <laughs> well i know what this episode is going to be called <laughs> coagulate, coagulate. Um, <laughs> So the um, yeah, basically, the uh, the false widow spider is an invasive species, um, which was brought here from the Canary Islands uh, about a hundred years or so ago. Very glamorous. Um, and it's uh, starting to spread throughout the UK. It's starting oh, to no, wait. south of the UK. It's Sorry, Canary Canary Islands is just like Tenerife. Yeah. Oh, I had in my head the Ca- Cayman Islands. Okay. <laughs> 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 so I was like, oh, very glamorous. <laughs> Different, else, like, uh, different, different offshore account place. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically they're, they're spreading everywhere. And the reason they're problematic is because everyone traditionally thinks that uh, you can't get... If you, if you get bitten by a spider in the UK, you're fine. Nothing's ever going to happen to you. Um, whereas if, you get, if you're in Australia and get bitten by a spider, you need to be... You need to go to a hospital and you need to know what spider you got bit by and hopefully they can save you. Uh, whereas a false widow spider does actually give you a bit of a bite, um, and if you're frail, quoting directly from the, the news article here, uh, then you could die from it. 
Um, but most other spiders in the UK, if they bite you, they're, they're just not uh, they're not venomous enough to cause any damage. But the, the false widow one can be. Oh, there you go. I wonder, like, did you say sorry they were brought in um, hundreds of years ago or something? Yes, uh, not hundreds. Sorry, not a hundred, not hundreds. Um, uh, well, I think it did say eighteen something. Ugh, is that if Victorians again bringing in 140 stuff years ago yeah <laughs> honestly see the Victorians they are responsible here's my thingy against the Victorians you guys out there listening Victorians you know who you are right you spoiled it for the rest of us <laughs> you're well, definitely getting haunted tonight <laughs> just to let you know <laughs> you brought us you brought us the I'm quite sure you're Sewer responsible system. for grey squirrels um, which are an invasive species you brought in us the black false black widow spider and you also brought us in coloured rhododendrons, which are an invasive species. And hogweed. You know that giant hogweed? Oh, yeah, that's well, super I did dangerous. Want, this, I did want to yeah. mention the giant hogweed, because I'd never heard about this until I met you. What, giant hogweed? Yeah. You always talk to me about giant hogweed. Um, Andrew told me about it. Andrew, teach us. Tell me more. Giant it, hogweed. It's yeah, very tell dangerous. me what it, it can, was like, back kill in the day. You. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, no, no, no. It can't kill you. No, it's the stuff. Right. Um, it's been in the news recently because... It's the stuff that if the sap gets on your skin, it causes a, a reaction. You can, you can have a, quite a severe reaction to light. Um, but we actually have a... There is a British version um, that is called uh, Cow's cows Parsley, uh, which is like a smaller version, which doesn't have the same effects. Um, but yeah, it grows down near rivers and stuff. You'll see it, it's absolutely massive. Usually um, near like roads and stuff. Yeah, That's it's really and it's it. it's really bad. Like, um, but they, they, like that's an invasive species that was brought over because it looks nice. Because that's what the Victorians were really good at. They were collectors, so they brought in loads of things that like look nice or they thought was nice, but actually is quite bad. The other ones, the um, I can't the, remember what not, it's actually called. Not just things. Um, they also did some thing, bad stuff yeah. with people as well. Yeah. <laughs> But the um the other ones the it's like giant rhubarb I can't remember what it's called but it's it's very similar to rhubarb. rhubarb it's just huge is that what's called I don't know what it's called I don't know that rings a bell oh, they've got some of the botanics um, yeah yeah is it called it and it's rhubarb? and it's because of that so so they were brought into things like botanical gardens which is really great but then obviously you know Victorians just wanted it in their houses and stuff baths like they loved a bath yeah the swimming pool but again I don't think baths are invasive species. Yeah, and probably more to do with Romans, <laughs> like bringing them over. Yeah. Than I thought it was Victorians, the baths. Like, there's like three swimming pools that are Victorian swimming pools in Edinburgh. No, that was the Romans. No, like the Victorian baths, no? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, or so, Victoria so swimming Plumbing. Swimming pools, yeah. Sponsor. <laughs> shout out, 10% off. So it's Victoria Plumbing and their online version, which is somehow half the price Victoria Plum. Nothing to do with the original Victoria Plumbing. But grapefruit. Yes. Yes. Um, so, how did we get on from false widow spiders? Right. So, to invasive species. I think we invasive can have a, species because we could yeah. talk a few things about invasive species here. So, um, there's a couple other invasive species to the UK, but one of them is actually being viewed favourably. So we're saying, um, like, giant hogweed's not good, uh, and that is a scorpion. Oh. A golden something scorpion. I should really know that other word because I just read it, but I forgot. Um, let's go with tailed, golden tailed scorpion. <laughs> I, I pretty sure that's all the facts. No, no, no. golden tail scorpions um, are now wild in the UK and have really? been for about fifty years or so. Yeah, I would be very on edge if I saw a scorpion. Yeah, but I, again, luckily we live in Britain, and these ones, while they can sting you, aren't uh, going to kill you, and they're just—it's their tail that stings, you, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I remember meeting one at the Butterfly World. Oh, Butterfly World scares me. For anybody who doesn't know, guys, uh, Butterfly World is a literally world what it says on the tin. <laughs> it's a world of butterflies. But that is also where I got my fear of bees and wasps because they have a, a wasp, bee, bee, a bee sort of section. And I couldn't go through it. My grand took me there when I was like eight. <gasps> I hate it. Absolutely you know, it. You know, butterflies love sweat. Um, so they're like attracted to sweat. Ross is quite sweaty. So when we went to the butterfly farm, they like oh, they just used to always that, land on him. That see that just telling me that freaks <laughs> me out. <laughs> I don't like butterflies. Really? I, yeah, I don't trust them. I'm sorry. You can't go. You can't basically go into. Stop a telling them your secrets. Turn into a mush, and then suddenly be like, "Oh hey, I'm a butterfly now." That is pretty oh. crazy. That they, it, it's not like they just go grow wings inside the people. No. they actually like disassemble they go themselves into, mush. into a soup and then yeah. they? reorganize and yeah. then boom butterfly I never I never I always wondered like what they did might put a camera on one mm-hmm. what's that a chrysalid chrysalis yeah chrysalis well yeah, yeah. Mm. but um I'm just going to jump back on my bandwagon there yeah. about victorians and then bringing in invasive species into this country Ooh. right do you know one invasive species that they have brought in which actually is not invasive and actually um because the the species is actually maintained to a small island Rats. A little bit bigger than a rat. Elephant. It, it's a marsupial. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, it's a, a marsupial. Wombat. Not a wombat, but closely related to What's a wombat. What's a marsupial? <laughs> what did you say? Sorry. A marsupial. Oh, a marsupial. marsupial. Yeah, I'm like a, a monkey. Marsupial. No. No, no. <laughs> Remember, marsupial, marsupials have the pouch. They have the pouch. Oh, kangaroo. Smaller than a kangaroo. Wallaby. A wallaby. There is an the island least of wallabies. Australian animal because well, wombats no. poo cubes and kangaroos are big and cool and fight, and wallabies are just this pathetic in between thing. Wait, what? But where are wallabies in the UK? In I think it's near Loch Lomond. There is a little what? island full of full of native wallabies. What do they eat? Like, how are do they you survive? getting confused with the zoo? I am not getting confused with the zoo. Look it up. Go look it up now. Wild we'll do it. We're going to do a live fact check. What do they like? I just want to know how they survive. Oh, they just well they they eat the vegetation around the area, so they'll be adapted to the um eating the vegetation around the area. Now I'm like, how do you spell wallaby? I'm just gonna do it phonetically. Well, yeah, I was works. like, I was like, oh. I was like, I, no, I, 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 I don't know if it had like a G and H in it. You know how some of these cheeky ones do. Darn. Wallaby me. Island, Scotland. So we can go to Victorians destroying stuff with invasive species. It's just come up saying Edinburgh Zoo. No, I'm joking. Gonna... <laughs> no, we've been <laughs> here, Ross. Inchkin Inchkinochen. Oh, they do have a bungalow on it. They've got a four-bedroom lodge. Cahoon, isn't it? Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, God, I'm struggling here, and I've already forgotten that really nice-sounding word. Squaily or something. Quackily. Quackily. Squaily. Yeah, so, the, yeah, the, the Colhoun's Island, or that's what it means in Gaelic, Colhoun. How did you know that that was Colhoun and not like Colquan? Gaelic. Okay. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, and they they have like wallabies there, which I think is like just fascinating. Introduced by Lady. Oh, however, I do stand corrected, (laughs) guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand back. It's actually not the Victorians. It was some lady (sighs) in the 1940s. Oh, that's like that's like a hundred years later. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. what we can what, go back to Victoria. Okay, cool. No, but what area of measurement is half? Just, it says Hectares. area. Oh, right. I was just like, what is half? <laughs> it's thirty-five has. 
That's huge then, no? <laughs> that, it is huge, yeah. Oh. Highest elevation is 50 metres, in case you're wondering. Thanks for that. It's okay, so anyway, we might go. But yeah, yeah so I just, can I, I, was can like, I talk about Australia? Because okay, cool. uh, Australia is one that like we've done a lot of damage with because it was so untouched for so long by humans yeah. that when we turned up, we brought in a, a whole lot of bad stuff. Um, so one of the ones we did is there was um, people's farms kept getting um, all this, the food they were growing kept getting eaten by animals. So they brought in this toad to eat all the insects that were eating it. Um, but the toad was poisonous um, and ended up killing off all the local wildlife and then basically overran the place because it had, as well as it having loads of food to eat, it didn't have any predators because nothing could eat it. Oh, um, which so is, now uh, have yeah, to have yeah. the huge like, like frog culls or toad culls every year. And that's your that's your like a definition of an invasive species is that there's no um there's no natural predators or things like that. It's quite bad. Yeah. They all Australia also brought in myxomatosis because they had so many rabbits. They had so many rabbits um that they brought in they made this like I think it was Australia. I was hoping one of you'd be like oh yeah yeah yeah, but they brought in maybe I'll double check this. (laughs) But they brought in this um, like disease that like it's actually like horrible. It's over here now, and it makes rabbits like go insane. Oh wait, sorry. Are you uh, sorry? I thought you were asking to fact check the rabbit if it came from Australia. I know what myxomatosis is. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because my yeah. sister's rabbits got myxomatosis. Yeah. So they it's quite introduced it to Australia. Yeah, but it's not that it's not that common for um, like pet rabbits. Cause no, sister, wild rabbits in the in the UK. Yes, but not. Yeah, these. But we got them from a farm, and when we took them to the vet, the vet said he's never seen it. Yeah, he's like, but this is what it is. Oh, he's never seen it. Oh, it's really weird. I don't the, think the, he'd ever seen it in like pet rabbits because usually oh, yeah. you get them from like um, pets at home or whatever, so like yeah. bred in captivity. <coughs> but this was like a farm, oh. so a wild rabbit obviously got in there. Well, um, I know that we're um, we went off topic there with the Victorians. I'm so sorry. Stand on my soapbox, <laughs> but I I actually went and researched um, mimicry, um, which I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, right, so I can take a guess. okay. So I'm, the only thing I know is a coral snake and a grass snake. Now, one of them is dangerous. One of them is not. But they both have like red and black and white stripes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Have I just stolen all your thunder? Um, no, no, no. You haven't. No, no. Because I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> what, talk so they about look the else. exact same. You, you look. You yeah, look a bit sad there. So like I just uh, a, a, a coral snake is poisonous, and the the stripes, the banding on them are. Uh, the black and red are evenly distributed and mm-hmm. the yellow is kind of in the middle but on a scarlet king snake which is the other one um they are the same color bandings they're yellow black red but they're um the black is actually a lot narrower um oh, so they, they, they do look slightly different yeah but that is a, that is a great example of of mimicry which is where one animal uh, tries to look like another animal for ah, either protection, protection or or to ward off other other uh, insects etc um so you so can see basically it with... influencers these snakes uh, it's like the yeah equivalent or of like a modern day influencer on instagram you know like someone gets molly may from love island gets big eyebrows everyone gets big eyebrows I, I don't know who Molly May is, but yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, Mim- yeah. Mimicry, I tell you. Mim- mimicry, yeah. So oh, mimicry is is quite cool because you've obviously. Well, actually, if we go back to our butterfly chat, oh, that's um, what I was going to say. There's a butterfly that looks like an owl. Yeah, I mean, it's just stealing my thunder out from under me. Okay, Oh, you stick to your oh head. no i've seen that one as well <laughs> on his wings um, his on his wings yeah it looks like, like eyes yeah. yeah so the other I've one the other that. one is like the mimicry where you can uh like f- you can have like fish have false eyes etc so they have like black spots yeah. on their back so it makes them look bigger um i don't know if you've seen this one i'll try and send you a picture but if you know what caterpie looks like from uh, pokemon, pokemon. Um, there is there is a, a caterpillar that looks like that that's able to swell its head so it looks a lot bigger and there's one that looks like a snake or its tail end looks like a snake it kind of curls it up and it looks like a snake's head with the eyes at either side i think it's um, yeah yeah it's really it's so fascinating not to be confused though with camouflage so camouflage is completely different camouflage is where you try and make yourself look like an inanimate object like a a stick insect or like a a, a leaf chameleon. or something like that or a chameleon that's that's completely different so that's camouflage as opposed to um M- mimicry mimicry yeah. so mimicry you have to it's of another animal of another animal okay, yeah cool. yeah so like the bees and wasps and hornets they well, all they are all mimics apart? of each other and that's and that's Why? one of the things that, that, is that, that is a good so question. that you don't disturb them because bees wow. we don't disturb. Well, yeah, but which which ones the like the badass like don't disturb me and wh- who's copying? Because they've all got stings. Um, so technically the bee is copying. Okay. Because they don't want to use their stings, whereas yeah, wasps do use their stings. And, and there's some um, bees that don't have um, stripes, isn't it? Is yeah. it honeybees don't have stripes? I think honeybees. Well, they they have stripes, but they're a darker color. Yeah, they're they just um, they don't they're sting. not they're not that bright. Uh, no, they don't sting because they are the way that their their sort of stinger bit is attached to them. If they sting, it's almost like they can't get it out without ripping off their abdomen, which is kind of an inconvenient. Oh, not ideal. Yeah. Whereas wasps so. just come along and go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Have that. But I I hate to and I really hate bees and wasps in the sense of I just hate the buzzing. Um, to stand up for the wasps because someone has to. Oof. Um, if we didn't have wasps, we would have significantly massive problems with other insects because they're all part of the food web. So we we need wasps to control the spiders. And that, that's how <gasps> and we that, And that. that brings us full circle to false widow spiders. Thank you. Well done. Good chat, guys. Um, that was our journey of the day. <laughs> Thank you for joining the us there. <laughs> I feel like um, there's a Sesame Street there, like just wrapping up there. Well done. Thanks. Yeah, very neat. Thank, um, I feel like I'm getting loads of pats on the back here. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, can we have some? Um, <laughs> tell me you failed science at school without telling me you failed science at school. I'll go first. Supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks you could. right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out. In a minute, one minute, and is there... Um, this week we've decided to go, although it was a few months ago, with what Donald Trump said, which was um, that we should drink bleach to get rid of COVID-19. So... Uh, You've done that very, like, seductively. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, everybody. And this is the part of the programme where we get our ASMR chat out. What's ASMR? I'm just going to rip something and rub something here. 
What's ASMR? The that like slowly opening a bottle or a lid or like it makes really nice soft. Ross, I can't you know, help if they've just got a really nice sounding voice. Everybody talks like this. <clears throat> Do I need to repeat it again? No, I'm doing no, it. No, I was channeling Nigella. Yeah, stop channeling Nigella. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in a darkened kitchen at midnight cooking. She is mental. Why is she cooking at midnight? Microwave. No one's coming round. <laughs> um, anyway, in the day, you psychopath. Okay, so we all know that bleach is bad to drink, but then we kind of decided to explain why it's actually bad to drink. Um, I thought it was Dettol, so I've just gone away and researched Dettol and why Dettol specifically is bad to drink. So, Andrew, right. you, you oh, can... Same thing, Dettol is it the same bad. thing? Yeah. Well, they're, they're both they're I don't both think like Dettol's as products. extreme as bleach, though. No, it, it's not. It's not the same thing as bleach. Um, so but it is just as bad. bleach. One of the mm. products will be bleach. Sure. Um, okay, so so the, the first thing Trump said was actually about light getting inside the body. Ross, please take take it away. <laughs> Ross, do you miss hosting? I miss hosting. But the, the feedback was, I shouldn't host. So, <laughs> <coughs> From I think, the um, other yeah, Probably Trump, something to do with all your coughing. Trump said about, we've tried, we've tried light and that working well, so we'll put some light inside the body. Uh, that was one of the things I said. What's that the, why would light work well? Yeah. Like, so, does it mean UV light? I presume it means ultraviolet light, which kills um, bacteria, and I'd imagine could probably have a good shot at denaturing. Is denaturing the right word? Denaturing a virus? No. Um, uh, probably denaturing the DNA that's inside the virus, yeah. Cool, okay. Um, yeah, cause you, you shouldn't use kill a virus, should you? Because you can't kill a virus because it's not alive? Well, in all, yeah. the, in all the advertisement, it's like kills 99.9% of viruses. Of bacteria. I think it does not say viruses. No, they say bacteria because you can only uh, kill bacteria. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how he's trying to put light inside the body, but that was his first stupid thing. But then he went on to the bleach stuff. I am. Um, I actually think him and Gillian McKeith have been talking. Do you remember Gillian McKeith? <laughs> oh, Gillian McKeith. Talk to Gillian McKeith. She yeah, really she, went. She, she was alright until I'm a She really opening up people's poos and I was looking at it. She, um,. She used to say, if you eat dark green leafy vegetables, they really oxidize the, cl- the chlorophyll in the leaves will oxidize your blood because of photosynthesis. Um, but there is no light in your body. So that's not going to do anything. So that doesn't work. <laughs> no. Dr. Gillian. Well, depend- um, so by light, if you mean visible light, that's probably not getting far into your body. You can actually get a bit of light through your body. Um, if you like switch on your torch or your phone and put your fingers in front of it, Ah, yeah, yeah, but that's not your digestive like, tract, though, is it? No, no, it, it'll have no effect on, on COVID. But light can get a little bit into your body. Yeah, yeah, but not. That's how not you're. To that's actually how you're. Like that's how you're. That's how Apple watches and all those watch trackers. That's how they work. Yeah, yeah, just flashing the a, light shining at the back. Yeah. However, bleach. I think we should just caveat this first by going, folks. Please do not in any way shape or form consume bleach or any other product like that if you do or lights please don't, seek, don't eat light bulbs please please seek medical attention as soon as possible yes what, what why yeah well, why why i'll tell you why because bleach um <laughs> is corrosive so um it will actually eat through your uh insides Quite so damaging. just so it's it's an alkali, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah. So it's it's a strong alkali. Um, 
So it works in the same way as an acid. So most, for some reason, most people can picture an acid and can, can picture that burning. Yeah, I thought something. I thought bleach would be acidic. If you ask me. Well, it, it, it's yeah. it's doing a similar thing. It's, sim- it's yeah, yeah. It's Is it like a good like pH twelve? Is it really yes. four fourteen? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so the nice. acids have H plus ions and that reacts um, to create water and in reacting it burns through quite a lot of organic stuff um, and not, not even organic metals metals yeah um, and then the same happens with OH minus which is the hydroxide which is your your alkalis and they'll they'll do the same or a similar reaction they're, they're trying to make water and in doing that Break stuff down. Break right. stuff down, yeah. You've also Could, got. Would like, you die um, from it? Yes, you did, potentially. Even if you just had like a wee bit. Yeah, look, if you got yeah. <laughs> if it got a hole in your stomach, for example, then your blood's going to go to your stomach. Um, and coagulate. Well, coagulate. actually, Ooh, well, hello. not really actually coagulate. It'll just digest. But yeah, and and stuff will go into your blood that shouldn't be there as well. I'd imagine. Yeah. But you'll also have like um, there's also chlorine is found in some of them because it's an oxidizer. Um, and obviously chlorine gas is highly corrosive and toxic poisonous. Yeah. Um, wow. used in World War One. Um, so I googled debt. I when I was googling this, I googled Dettol. Well, first of all, I found out that are they are a third sponsor. Like we said, no, four percent of Americans drunk bleach last year. Oh dear. And do you know the Trump thing was over a year ago? I thought it was just like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, a few months. Honestly, I don't know what day of the week it is at the moment. But the funniest thing is, I was on. Have you guys ever been on Quora? It's this place where you ask questions. Um, nope. Uh, it's it's a bit weird. So this guy, someone asked a question about, someone asked a question about drinking um, bleach, and a guy wrote eight reasons why he shouldn't. And they're just, they're kind of like, you might develop mouth ulcers, your taste buds won't be the same, your tongue might get burned, your body will be dehydrated. And then at the end, he goes, this is based on personal experience, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the guy that oh, has wow. drunk Dettol. So he's sharing, in fairness, he is sharing his advice on why you shouldn't drink Dettol. But uh, yeah, it turns out a lot of um, like Americans have been gargling bleach, Dettol, etc., <clears throat> Um, well, like, yeah, like, um, uh, like hydrogen peroxide. You can. I put that in my hair, though, right? You can, yeah, yeah, same stuff. You and in dilute forms, you can like gargle with it. You can use it as like mouthwashes and stuff. But again, you wouldn't want highly concentrated versions of it if it's undiluted. I've heard of people trying to dye their hair like cheap, like they want to bleach it, and they'll <laughs> use like house bleach, which is is not the same. Yeah, oh, just is it not? yeah, they're they're two completely different things. Ah, okay. That that hair the uh, house bleach can potentially like dissolve hair. Wow. Whereas hydrogen peroxide will probably just strip the color. Yeah, true. Cool. So that was uh yeah. our So Trump probably failed science at school. Probably. Yeah. Well maybe we'll try and find out what his grades were. Yeah, I'm sure we could Considering um, he cheats and pretty much everything else, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't release his taxes, but his uh, school records, maybe. Yeah. yeah. What do they, What's it called? Like, what's do your you, GPA? You know, G- Amy, your dad's favourite fact is... Oh, that. my dad's favourite fact is this book <laughs> it's called <laughs> Commander and Cheat, and it's about how he cheated at like, a couple of golf games. He cheats games. at golf. But basically, if his caddy doesn't <laughs> cheat for him, then his, the caddy gets fired. Wow. 
Yeah, so the caddy has to like so he needs to not know he's cheating. But if he if the caddy doesn't like help him out, prefer his lie and all this sort of stuff, then uh, the caddy will get fired. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Um right, okay, we're gonna move on to questions this week, so we'll okay. see how quickly we can rattle through these. Um question number one is from Sally or Sal. I don't know why I said or Sal because <laughs> I don't know her. But anyway, um, and she has asked, why is water wet? Which has really boggled my mind. It's just it sounds quite, like a physics question. It's just quite stressful. Like, why <laughs> Why is it wet? Well, uh, we've well, had a discussion could, about this before. You could just break it down to the chemicals. Is it? So what, what do you mean by wet? I don't know how else I can describe the word wet. Molly like soaked in water. Just so yeah, wet. So, <laughs> so can water itself be wet? Oh, this is a bit to to be or not to be. <laughs> this is a bit. I think therefore I am. It's a bit, a bit too philosophical. Yeah, philosophical? It is, it's a bit philosophical. 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 Lots of yeah. big words like. Yeah, this, we're back. This we're back with a dictionary. Boom. Hello. Yeah, thesaurus, but yeah. <laughs> no dictionary. No dictionary. Well, thesaurus, because you're making like. Baby kangaroo Tribbiani. We're not, <laughs> no, we're not changed. We've not changed the word. We're not okay, trying to well, do the you know words. what? I'm coming with a thesaurus. Uh, you can baby kangaroo. Okay, I'm going to baby kangaroo. <laughs> I hope anyone who watches Friends gets that reference. Um, okay, so it, why is water wet? Surely it's just to do with the chemical of hydrogen, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Very good Hello. Oh. <laughs> someone went to school. Whoop! Someone didn't fail science. Oh, <laughs> yes, she did. did. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is a bit philosophical. Like, can something is wet when it's covered in water? So can water be wet? But so why is it wet? So I don't know. So I'm asking you. Ross, well, I think, Ross, this is really I, I baffled think, Ross. I yeah. think that's the thing, is that it's actually quite hard to define it. The, so the, water can make things wet. wet. Let, let's see what Google yeah. says. But it's because, like, um, it's the fact that it's the idea of a state of something. So, like, yeah. the, the, the way that the molecules are, because as well, obviously, you have to remember that the molecules aren't necessarily touching each other, um, and they're not technically touching us because there's actually a tiny little gap. But the 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 wetness comes from the fact that it is a liquid, so that's kind of why water is wet because it's a liquid. Well, this is I'm googling it, and there's various things. But someone said, liquid water is not itself wet, but can make other solid materials wet. Wetness is the ability of a liquid to adhere to the surface of a solid. So when we say that something is wet, we mean that the liquid is sticking to the surface of a material. That sounds like an excellent answer. Yep. So that's we'll called just, that's called let adhesion. Me, let me just read that out. And we'll cut that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get Ross yeah. to, to read it out rather than him being like, uh... say what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So sorry, that was oh, a bit of a tricky question. In, Amy, just say like, um, well, I think I know this one. Like, it's going to be pretty obvious considering I've said about a thousand <laughs> words wrong and didn't know something really basic a minute ago that I'm not just going to come out with that big sentence. Well, we could have well, we done some movie magic, but. Um, no, I'm I'm not a commander in cheat. Okay. If you cut the Donald Trump bit out of the book, that's going to make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I cut that bit too. We're off eh? Um, oh, poor me. Okay, next question is from Nicholas, and he is asked, "What is beyond space?" Again, a bit physicsy. Sorry, Andrew. It's quite all right. Quite all right. 
But yeah, what is it? Like, space is just everything, is it not? Yeah, well, space is nothing. Oh, well, God. Why is this so, like, <laughs> philosophical? So, what is, well, what is beyond space? If you get to the edge of space, how long the, would that take? You mean the edge of the universe. I think that's what he means. I'll okay. go with it. I'll speak for Nicholas. So, if you get to the edge of the universe, there's nothing. But how... But time, I feel like space is nothing. So Time just... hasn't started there yet. If you've got to the edge of the universe. But what would you see? Nothing. But the space is nothing because it's just black. Well, the, yeah, but there's there's nothing there's nothing uh, um, there's nothing past that point because that's as far as we've observed. Yeah, but what would you see though? No, no, no. So if you were there, no, we can't we can't see. You'd see what we see here. You see stars in every direction, and then there'd be an end of the universe where we are now. That would be the end of the universe, and that's you would see our not our star, but the star two times before our star being born. At the edge of the uh, okay, so it's just like because time light takes time to travel to us. So when we so you just seen like a big bang or something happening. Yeah. So when we like, look oh. at the edge of the universe, we're looking thirteen point seven billion or thirteen point eight, I think it is now, billion years in the past, and you're seeing the first star. So I'm looking start in the past now. Yeah. If you every if you time you look at, up, if you're looking at another star, yeah, even the sun's eight minutes away from us. Oh. Our yeah. nearest star is five or around about five light years away. So it's taken five years for that light to get to us. Although, if you ask uh, Douglas Adams, I believe at the edge of the universe is a restaurant. Uh, is this from Hitchhiker's Guide? Or something? Yeah, Amy. I've never actually seen it. I just had a feeling it was from that. Actually, one of the other it, books. Sorry, but yeah, that's really insulting. Nice. Cool. Um, no, good, good, good question. Good. I like that. Okay, good. You just expect space. It's your favourite thing. I know. But um, you usually get asked about animals and stupid stuff. Do we so. have time for one last Whoa. question? <laughs> <laughs> that was a blatant attack. A do we have time for one last question? Yes, we do. Okay, so this is from James, and he has asked, why do animals walk on tiptoes, but humans don't? Oh. I and this freaked me out, because I was just thinking, imagine like a dog, and like you see their like, paws. They are like... They're, they're like walking on fingers and toes. They're walking on fingers and toes. Yeah. But we walk on like a, well, do we? Foot. Yeah, no, because the dog's toes cl- cl- are surely like their claws, and the but claws like the, don't touch the ground. The dog's around. thumbs like halfway up its um like forepaw. Yeah. So so everything from there is just like its four fingers, like down the way. Right. Like, yeah. What, so what you describe as the dog's ankle is just four. The ankle is actually his, his ankle is oh, actually the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they don't have a foot; they just got like an ankle. No, then... I mean, so so a bit a bit like as we've got. It's called the pentadactyl limb, which is the five anything with five fingers. Pentadactyl, penta five. Very Latin. And you. thanks, you've got. Um, so yeah, like Ross says, the the thumb of a dog is halfway up its leg, um, but the joint at the bit that's on that's the pad is actually his. Is their um, is their kind of wrist this sort of section here as they're they're putting it down um so lots of animals walk on their sort of tiptoes and our nails so horses are the same i think we've oh. discussed this before yeah we discussed um, horseshoes. season two you start like it, teach it us sort all. of um their nails kind of have all merged into one uh, oh. which is what becomes the hoof so that's the nails that you're actually walking on um so bats much. have the same sort of thing so bats have the same sort of layout that we do um, they have a shoulder, they have an elbow, they have a the wrist, which is at the top of the wing, and then 
each of their fingers becomes one of the sort of structures for their um for, for their wings so that the bits oh. that come out whales are the same uh, whales don't walk whales but no but whales have they they they, they have the bones etc and fins that are the same sort of layer as ours so if you take your hand it's the um uh the metacarpals well you've got your uh metacarpals carpals here okay. which are, are these bones here and then you've got your phalangian fingers your digits and they are all sort of merged into a fin shape which, right. which swims through so if you ever see a um i think if you, you know if you're able to go back into the museum um have a look in the museum in edinburgh they've that's got all you're allowed to a, do look, you're not allowed bone. to touch anything um but you can see that you can see the yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like, displays. there's there's so many things that like have this this pentadactyl limb, um, which demonstrate uh, relatedness. Um, so mm-hmm. evolutionary tract uh, is relatedness. So 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 most mammals have them, for example. Why? Oh, almost all mammals have them. Yeah. But do, do any animals walk like on their heels like we do? Or does you're not ever... meant to walk in your heel, eh? No, yeah, do just... you mean the do you mean the base of like do you mean on the foot bit? I mean my heel. Ross Ross has insoles, he doesn't walk properly anyway. No, but you know when you walk, your heel goes oh, that's down, your arch, and you go into the ball of the foot and then you go onto your toes. But like elephants, for example, they just walk on their toes and then they've got this. Yeah, because they've because they've got they they walk as if they're they're walking um, on tiptoes, are they? They walk as if they're walking on uh high heels. Yeah. So they've got they, they they have their they have their their foot which sort of sits at like forty five degrees. And then actually at the back they have a big pad, which is what mm. they they hit on the floor and they ro- they roll they kind of go down and roll their foot. Yeah. Um, but does does any animal? So my the only one is I feel like monkeys. my heel bone hits the ground when I walk. Monkeys, monkeys are gorillas. Yeah. They're the, quite the, and that that's that's the thing is is it actually has to be a biped that would do it the most. Yeah. Okay. Um. Everything that's else, that walks I, on two legs. something that walks on two legs, but then of course you know, like chickens obviously don't do it, or birds yeah, I was don't say, do yeah, it. Birds don't. They they walk on their 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 sort of um, oops, they walk on their um, claws, fingers, yeah, toes hmm. type things, yeah. Nice. But that's all. It's all to do with. Um, I just feel we should all be running around in our toes and have really long toes, and we could run much faster. Well. You could, but there's um, the other issue is like muscles. We need stronger calf muscles and oh, okay. thigh muscles yeah, okay. to have the the difference between uh, fast twitch and slow twitch muscles. You need a higher combination of fast twitch muscles to run faster. So if you're fast on your feet, you can get to a computer quickly and actually start to follow us on our social medias. So we are on all social media platforms at iredditos uh, you can drop us an email at iredditos at gmail.com and please feel free to go and check us out and drop us some questions and we will see you next episode yep tell someone see about you. us bye bye, you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.